podcast changed my life early on in my fempreneur journey. My very first podcast that I ever listened to was Tim Ferriss, The Tim Ferriss Show. And I've included in the show notes some of my all-time favorite life-changing podcast episodes. I really dove into podcasts while I was writing my first book, and they helped me put into perspective some of the concerns I had, some of the ideas and wants that I had, some of those desires I had for my readers. They helped me reword things in more clear and powerful ways. I could go on and on about the power of podcasts. So just having you here listening to the Fempreneur podcast and sharing the episodes that you find helpful with other Fempreneurs, it means the world for, it means the world to me and it's the reason why I keep working on this podcast for the years that I've been doing it and for years and years to come, I will continue to. As you may have noticed, we are coming up on our 100th episode, which is so exciting. I'm gonna be doing a ton of giveaways, some really fun live streams to connect a lot of our listeners. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or maybe you just discovered it, and you wanna connect with the other women who are like you and are listening to this podcast, we're gonna be doing some fun events over on Instagram at YYC Femprinters in September, 2022. So please, please, please make sure you're following YYC Femprinters on Instagram. Um, I'm also gonna be doing some fun stuff over on YouTube. And you can find the links to both Instagram and YouTube below this episode, as well as again, links to some of my all-time favorite podcast episodes. If you've ever been curious about what it would take for you to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just curious to know the steps involved in podcast creation. So not only just the beginning setup steps, but for example, if you're going to produce an episode a week, like we do here in the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast world, then what would that take? Well, it's different for everyone. And I am famous for making things as simple as possible. <laughs> and I love being able to get things done in as little time as possible. And I'm pretty darn good at it. So Creating the Femprinter podcast has been no different. Um, I have managed to whittle it down to the bare minimum steps required to produce an awesome podcast. And you'll notice that most of the episodes are not like what you're listening to right now. They are an interview where I'm interviewing another Femprinter. And that is most often, actually, I can't even remember the last time I did it on Zoom or in person sitting with them. Um, but I did a couple like that back in the day, but for probably the last year and a half, they have all been done on Instagram live. So Instagram live, we interview, we do the interview on Instagram live when it's over, um, that recorded, you know, that video recording stays on Instagram. And so I have all of these podcast production steps in a book that I published about a year ago called the 90 day planner for fempreneurs. It's actually called the fempreneurs leadership and marketing 90 day planner that is available on Amazon. And in the back of this 90 day planner, there's a whole bunch of goodies. There are all sorts of links to things that I've used and loved that have helped me grow my community and income. So that is something you might want to check out. It's going to keep you focused and driven and give you the real, the real things that really, really work 
every single day for 90 days. And it's something that you can flip back to the beginning at the end of the 90 days and do it again. And you can, you know, you'll be better at it, of course, the second time around. But yeah, I've got this Femprinters toolkit in here at the back. I'm just looking at it right now. Um, and then I've also got the podcast production steps. And I also have some pretty cool free gifts um, that you can get access to uh, if you flip to the back of this 90 day, plan 90 day planner. So one of the things that you need to do before you produce a podcast, and I'm just kind of reading through these steps that are in the 90 day planner. I won't read all of them to you because obviously I want you to go and get this entire 90 day planner because it has a lot more than just these podcast production steps in it. Um, so whether or not you're thinking of producing a podcast, this 90, this 90 day planner is going to have a ton of stuff in it for you. And again, this is me whittling everything down <laughs> to the stuff that works, to the stuff that gives you the most power in your business without messing around trying to figure things out on your own. I've done all that. I've driven the bumpy road and figured out how to take all the shortcuts and the smooth um, the smooth stretches only. And here it is in this 90 day planner, which is there's a link to the 90 day planner on Amazon below this episode as well. So there's some stuff you need to do to prepare for producing your own podcast. And that is knowing just like writing a book or starting a business, knowing specifically who this podcast is for. You do not want to create a podcast for a really broad range of people for a wide audience. I obviously market to women and um, I do that because I'm a woman and I feel like for the most part because I am a woman I understand women better than I understand men and that just makes my life easier. So you might want to first of all decide whether your podcast is for women only or if you're cool with having it be being for men and women um, and then you want to figure out from the people that you're creating your podcast for you want them to help you figure out the topics they would be most interested in learning about on your podcast. So this is going to require you doing that thing that I talk about all the time that is the fundamental first step in Femprinter Marketing School, in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I talk about this in all my books, and that is creating a survey. You can do it at SurveyMonkey. I, however, would rather see you go over to a email marketing platform I'm now, I'm now using GetResponse. That might change, but for now I'm using GetResponse. So GetResponse.com. The link is below uh, the, in the show notes here. Um, you can create a form and you can ask them a few questions. And then they actually are being asked to opt into your email list at the end of completing that form. So that's how I would do it. And then once you have some ideas of the things you should um, teach people on your podcast and the types of guests you should have on, then you've checked a big, um, you've checked off kind of that big, huge first step. Because if throughout that process, you're finding yourself feeling not excited about, you know, serving these people, if you're feeling like in any way, like you just don't want to do this, then, you know, maybe now is not the right time. So there's all the rest of the steps in how to figure out whether or not you want to do this podcast, how to actually set it up. And then when you actually get into the weekly flow of creating podcasts, how to batch all of that. And then if you actually use my podcast production steps, that's like basically a one page checklist you can hand off to someone else 
and have them do it for you. I've had a few different people produce my podcast for me. So what they do is they go into Instagram from their desktop computer or laptop and they download that Instagram live recording. They put that into a platform called WeVideo, which is what I use for video editing and podcast editing. And then they edit the episode. And depending on you know, the sound quality and kind of where we both were, uh, we try to have minimal background noise, but um, editing the podcast episode can be, you know, anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes to probably an hour if there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, adding a little intro and a little outro, which I usually have pre-recorded and sitting in a Google Drive folder. Um, sometimes I have them do it. You'll notice some of the podcast episodes lately. Laura has been recording the intros and outros, which has been awesome. And also the podcast music. So that music, you want to, again, you want to find a song, a little a little song without, probably without lyrics. And you can find these in various places where you pay for the rights to use them. Um, there probably are some free ones, but I think I paid like eight or nine dollars one time for the one that I'm using right now. And uh, yeah, so that's how that works. And then you would have this person, you know, add the intro and outro, add the music at the beginning and end, adjust the sound, do the editing part. And then I have them actually go into Canva and take a screenshot from the Instagram live recording. So that screenshot that's, you know, that's on a cell phone. And you'll notice from the uh, episode image from last week and the week before and the week before, they all kind of look the same. So that's what I'm having my podcast producer do. Um, right now, Laura's been helping me with that, doing a fantastic job. She edits that image and updates it, changes the number, which is going to be, we're going to need to like change that thing a little bit because right now it's a circle, which works well with like a two digit number in it, but pretty soon we're going to be triple digits, guys. So might be time to update the podcast uh, thumbnail. Hmm, something to think about. And then we use a platform called Simplecast. So simplecast.com. And that's where she puts that image. She puts the finished audio file. She puts, uh, she types up a little intro or like a little show notes blurb. Um, all these links that I'm mentioning to you right now, she'll make sure that those are in there and they're clickable for you guys. She'll add some tags, which is very similar to hashtags, but it's more like YouTube where you add keywords in a section of your YouTube video. If you've ever published a video on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about, but it's basically you're trying to put words in there that have um, some relevance to what you're talking about in the episode so that people who are looking for information like what you're sharing and they type that into a Google search, you want them to easily find your episode. Um, doesn't guarantee they're going to, but you do your best. <laughs> and uh, we have went back and looked, just recently we went back and looked at the two episodes of our almost 100 episodes that have the most uh, downloads and that have been listened to the most. And we've actually just been copying and pasting those tags into the ones that are relevant all the time to, you know, women in business and fempreneurs and stuff like that. We've been pasting those into pretty much every episode from now on. And I have noticed a spike over the last couple months in uh, the number of downloads. that. So we are on an upward traje trajectory with this podcast lately, which has been super cool. So it's just been a really fun project. And then being able to have other people take over a lot of those kind of repetitive things that I really don't need to be doing. 
um, has been really cool too. And just to have it feel like more of a team effort and also to have that other person um, putting their spin on things. Like I was just, I was just, re I was on holidays. I got back last night. I was gone for 10 days and I was just reading the show notes that Laura did for the episode with Cheryl Wilcox. And I was like, damn girl, like that was awesome. Like I just really loved her, her wordsmithing. So it's just really fun to produce a podcast. So it's a lot like saying, you know, oh, I've been on LinkedIn for all these years and now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try getting out there on a different platform. Podcasting is very much the same idea. So for me, I kind of leaned away from LinkedIn and Facebook and leaned fully into Instagram when I launched Femprinter Marketing School and the YYC Femprinter community. And around the same time, I decided I decided to start a podcast, but it was very sporadic. I wasn't doing a very good job of being consistent with it. Um, but I also just didn't really have a groove with it. It took a while of kind of clunking along to build that kind of one page checklist of how this works. Um, again, by finding things that take too long and deciding to do it differently the next time. So again, I've whittled that down and I've built a really short and sweet podcast checklist for you. And it is at the end of um, the 90 day planner. So uh, really after that, when Laura or myself are producing the podcast, we, you know, put that episode out there from Simplecast and Simplecast sends it out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, yeah, Google Podcasts, uh, a bunch of other ones. And yeah, it's just, it's such a cool way to be in touch with people. I love podcasts so much, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and I knew uh, early on in the Fempreneur, um, in, you know, building Fempreneur Marketing School and getting to know all these women, I knew I needed to help them by producing a podcast with information that was pertinent to them. And now looking back, I'm so glad I did. So if you are considering starting a podcast, um, even if it's something that you just want to get done and you don't want to necessarily do it yourself, I'd be more than happy to kind of work as a consultant with you in the beginning of building it. And even put you in touch with some other people that I've met along the way who do podcast production exclusively. Um, and I think they do a great job. So if it's not something you want to do on your own at all and you want to fully hand it off to someone else, um, then that's that's always an option too. It depends really how much time and money you have and just how much flexibility you have with your schedule in the beginning. Because it does take a little bit of time in the beginning to make sure you know exactly what you want to do with the podcast. And it, of course, doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> it matters what that niche audience wants from you. And that takes a bit of time to figure out. But once you know that, you're off and running and you always have that litmus test to come back to. Uh, one of the things that Tim Ferriss said on his podcast, and I don't even know what episode it was, but it was, he was interviewing someone and then they kind of flipped the coin and started interviewing Tim Ferriss. And, and I love it when they do that. I was just listening to an episode of his actually yesterday when we were driving back from the Okanagan back to Cochrane. And the person he was interviewing at the very end asked him a really powerful question. But yeah, one of the things he said a long, 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 long time ago, and it was while I was writing my first book, and I think this applies to podcast creation as much as it does to writing a book or starting a business or anything is uh, basically someone asked him something to do with how did you know that you needed to write a book? 
and and how did you actually get it done like how did you do it like for those of you who don't know who Tim Ferriss is he's the author of one of the best books for business owners and even just people who have jobs and want to change up the way their life has been designed because they want to actually design it themselves they finally have decided that it's called the four-hour work week uh, the subtitle is Escape 9 to 5, Live Anywhere, and Join the New Rich. So Tim's book just w- it went berserk, and it's a huge, huge bestseller. And he has a podcast that is listened to by I can't remember how many million people every week. And he has a massive email list that's, I think, getting closer to 2 million subscribers. So he's really done a great job of helping people through lifestyle design issues and He helps them, I think, have a new perspective on what they want their life to look like. And he helps them build the confidence and the strategies to actually bring it to life. So when this person asked Tim Ferriss this, he was like, if the thought of writing a book is keeping you up at night and you just have these things that you, they're like burning in your soul that you want to share with people and you really just feel like, you're going to keep losing sleep and feeling like a big loser for not fully stepping into your power and your abilities, then you need to do it. And I think that I've always felt like that. And when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, because it's easier to not do these things in the short term, but in the long term, it's actually harder to not do these things because it eats away at you. It eats away at you because you know you're capable of more and you know you're capable, not just of more like, you know, material possessions and wealth and things like that, of more impact on the world, of changing more lives, of being a shining light for more people. So I'm going to leave you with that this week. And I, again, want you to check out all the links in the show notes. Um, I've done this uh, pretty thorough (laughs) batch of show notes for you this week to make sure you've got lots of resources and things to check out to keep you moving forward in your business. So please check it out. Um, If there's anything missing or if there is something that you have a desire to learn about and you'd love to learn it here on the Femprinter Marketing Podcast, please send me a message on Instagram or through the website at yycfemprinters.com and tell me what you want to know. Uh, There's no guarantees I'll be able to help you out, but I love, love hearing from you guys. I love knowing the episodes that are really resonating with you. And I love your suggestions for things to share with you. Um, And even if it's something I don't know, I'll find someone who does and interview them here on the podcast. So thanks again for listening and for sharing this episode and other episodes of the podcast with more Fempreneurs. It's all for you. I appreciate you so much. We'll see you back here next week.